Hey guys, just letting you know that this is now officially called The Green Room with Neil Griffiths. Don't worry, it's the same format as the music podcast, but we have changed the name. You can check out this episode and past ones on iTunes and Spotify, and don't forget to review and rate it. Hey everyone, welcome to The Green Room. You are in The Green Room with Neil Griffiths. If you are thinking this is a completely different show, do not fear. It is the music podcast. It is now called The Green Room with Neil Griffiths, and my very first guest on the revamp show... Miss Amy Shark. Oh, I didn't know this was your first show on the revamp. It is. This is like, I want to say like your third yeah. time on the podcast. Yeah, cool. I'm glad that I'm like the first for this new era of, yeah. you know, Yeah, like we were trying to call like you're in the green room. I mean, we're at Studio Story 1. Yeah. Same setup. I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to keep it like, <laughs> yeah. you know, a mystery that we are in this green it's like, room. It's meant to be like cool and intimate mm. and like spicy. Cool. Well, so, thank you for choosing me. Right. Thank you for coming by. Um, I want to say the last time we did this was Splendor, I think. Wow. Okay. Like, I yeah, think probably. I this, this weird running theme with you where every time you come on the show or I interview or whatever it may be, something ridiculous has happened in your life, which <laughs> is great for you. Awful for me because every time we meet, you're like, oh, hey, I won an Ari Award. Hey, I got a number one album. And I'm like, yeah. Like, you're like, what? like what's been going on? I'm like, change the name but Look podcast. at you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here we go. But like the first time... I think a door had just come out. Yeah. Because I think I recapped this last time here. I'm going to do it again. The first time you, were, you, I think I interviewed you, it wasn't even for the podcast. I think it was just for the music. It was just like a straight up interview. Yeah. Right? And you, a door had come out. I think this was right, right before the Triple J Hottest 100. Mm-hmm. The next time you came on was to talk about Love Monster, which you had only just announced. Then it was Splendor, where coincidentally that same day, the album that you were on before to talk about had debuted at number one. Yeah, and well, now, now you say it like that. Yeah, now it's pretty you're crazy. Here when that said album was the Aria winning album of last year's Arias. Yeah. So congrats, first Thank of you. all. Thank you very much. It's really impressive that you've got all that in, in your head. Well, like, like I said, like you've come on a couple of times and every time something so monumental has happened. This is true. Yeah, it um, kind of feels like it keeps rolling. But, I, you know, I feel like it's... I mean, I'm on this massive tour now, so I can't say that it's died down a bit. But um, every time I try and die it down a bit, something, yeah, you, I don't know. I just, I'm an opportunist. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think I ran into you at the Sony after party at the Aria, Aria's after. I was very hazy. I, I think we believe all I would have been too. Yeah. Yep. Um, how has everything been since, I'm going to say the Aria's because, you know, that was kind of like the <clears throat> pinnacle of Love Monster as the album. Yeah. Um, album of the year. And I think you went on a, a European tour quickly after that. Uh-huh. And now you're finally back home doing some shows, your biggest headline shows to date. Yeah. How has that last six months in particular been for you? It's been awesome. Um, you know, like, yeah, the, the Arias was massive night. And I think to win that for Love Monster, it was just, you know, that's a massive career highlight. It beats any career highlight, I think, so far, which, um, you know, I'm super proud of that album. And, yeah, I got to tour around Europe and... Uh, I did some did some work in America. Like, um, I don't want to give too much away, but I, I definitely, you know, I, like I move pretty quick, and my my head's kind of in the next phase a little bit um, mm. of where I'm going to go. But um, yeah, it's been a massive six months. Like, it's been a massive three years. I don't know. Like, it's just, mm. it just, I, I'm I'm sort of only just really getting into the swing of of being a musician, and 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 I kind of know. Um, I kind of know my my routine now of what I like to do and 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 how I work 
better at you know what what I'm going to do to get the best out of me and and um yeah it's hard it takes a while to work out how to do this life because mm. um, it's so sporadic and so weird and wonderful um but yeah a lot's changed and um I'm working on a bunch of stuff and yeah it just feels really good I remember the, the very like I mentioned before the first time that I ever met you we did that interview about the hottest 100 and I think I asked some really generic question like you know, where do you, what, like, what's something you hope to achieve in the next five years? And you said, play Splendor. Yeah. Now, I think you've trumped that about 10 times over. What do you think you've learned the most in that space of time, like with what you've accomplished? And like you said, well, you, you know, things have changed. What do you think is like the biggest thing that has changed for you as a musician? It's such a big question. Yeah, no, it's um, broad. Firstly, the thing that I remember about you when we first met was you're the biggest Blink fan. Still the biggest Blink fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now that we've covered that. Uh, <laughs> we'll get back to that. What have I changed? new Angels and Airwaves music to cover. We'll get to that. Yeah, okay, cool. There's time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I, I've learned so much, you know, and I, I think what uh, the main thing I've learned is um, it's I, I get to I get to write music, like, uh, for, for my job, and I really... I'm I'm loving every second of that. I get to meet different people and work with um, some people I never thought I'd get to work with. I bought a house, bought a nice house, Congrats. so that's cool. <laughs> um, and you know, I'm like I'm dealing with things that everyone has to deal with. You know, people change a little bit. I don't think I've changed, but your life changes, which means people think you change, therefore they change, and it's a weird thing to manage and navigate through. Um, but all in all, it's it's been fantastic, and you know I've got really supportive people around me, and um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm still learning every day. Like mm. every day, I'm kind of, oh, okay, that's what that's how that works, and and oh, okay, maybe I'll tackle that differently next time, or I won't say that then, or I won't, you know, like you, I'm I'm obviously constantly putting my foot in it, so I'm just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just learning every day. Because mm. I remember you were you were you said you were quite anxious leading up to the release of Love Monster because lyrically it is a really personal album. Um, I mean, I guess it's been out for almost a year now. Has has that anxiety left? Like, are you more comfortable now getting super deep and personal in your music? Um, <laughs> that's a massive thing that I learned. I think the next album I'm not going to be so mouthy. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> well, I you know I just. I I still like you know I wouldn't take anything back and I, and I really wanted to prepare people for what they were going to hear and and I'm never gonna like it, everything I put out is going to be about me it's going to be stories it's going to be really autobiographical but um, yeah I guess you know I still I still run into people and I still hear from people that's that talk to me about certain songs because it is so full on um, yeah so it's you know that's another big big learning curve but. Obviously, I'm so proud of that album and mm. um, every song on it, and I'm so, I'm so I'm I'm just grateful I get to tour it as much as I have. You know, mm. I see artists, and sometimes, you know, they they have to move on really quickly, and I didn't want to move on really quickly. So I'm just lucky people connected with songs. Therefore, I could, you know, just keep playing the songs and, and keep releasing singles, and I love that. It's How great. many follow up conversations did you have to have with people when they're like, "Was this fucking song about me, Amy?" I'm like, yeah, it is. Or did you just play the well, ignorance card you know, and be like, when what? it got released, I, I felt so good because I'm like, okay, that's good. I, you know, I heard from a couple of people, nothing crazy. And 
and then it, you think that everyone's going to hear the songs and, and be okay, and, and mm. if you're going to hear anything, it's going to be in that first week. Well, it turns out people, like, as singles are dropping, um, I hear from more and more people because they're obviously not listening to the album as in-depth as I thought yeah. they would be. Yeah. And then, you know, a single drops, like, you know, I don't know, I'll just say mess her up. Sure. And... Um, and then, yeah, you get, you get hit pretty, pretty, pretty big by um, <laughs> some people, and 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 you know, I I actually it, it took it took me by surprise, and I really I had a moment where I was like, I need to I need to remember that there are people, real real life characters in this, these songs, mm. and I need to take it really seriously, and I'm gonna take it I'm gonna take it a little more seriously. Not that I didn't take it seriously this time, but uh I think in my head it's because I'm like everything happened so long ago. It's fine, you know. I got to remember. Some people still remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some people still. Were hurt. there any pretentious people that were like, "Was this song about me?" And you're like, "No, it wasn't at all." Oh my god! And fuck you for getting in touch. I've got this one dude right now. Um, <laughs> actually, there's a couple that are just, just, to- just pests. And Surely you've like culled down your Facebook. No, I have, but they're, they're these these. These people are, are serial pests where they'll contact the label. They've they've emailed so many times that it, it got to me. Like yeah. it got, it, when it actually gets to me, that's how persistent they've been. They're like, Amy, do you know this? This this guy's being, and I've never heard of him before in my life. Never heard the name. And he's like, oh, it's so great that you're writing these songs about me. And I get really angry because I'm like, they're not about you. I can't, yeah. I can't believe there's a there's someone I don't even know walking around telling themselves that I'm writing songs about them. But you know, there's so there are so many people that I think you you poor poor person like that just especially the nice ones yeah it's like wow that's really sweet thank you so much amy i know yeah so there's definitely um there's people from the past or people that i don't know at all that, um walking around thinking that love monster is about them but um mm. that's a part of it just life you know i yeah. talk to other artists and you know it's it's nice to have other friendships in the music industry where you can just have a laugh and kind of vent yeah <laughs> I mean, speaking of industry stuff specifically, the last week as well, you've won a couple of operas, you're in the Gold Coast Music Hall of Fame. That's fucking insane. I know. First so congrats, inductee. First of all, Thank yeah. you very much. First yeah. inductee ever. I think it's, yeah, I was so, I got really, had a moment when um, I heard that that was happening because, you know, it's a tiny, Gold Coast is a tiny place and, um, but it's growing so much and and i've you know i've lived there my whole life and i I just i've played every pub and club in that place and i'm not saying that i've i think i've earned it but i'm just it's so it's it's i'm so honored that they've Mm. acknowledged the work that i guess i've put in Mm. to to being a proud gold coaster and um yeah i'm just i'm stoked if you're being honest like when you're going back to that time when you know right before a door you said you were considering giving it away did you ever think that where you are now was possible? No, I don't think anyone. I mean, you'd you have could to hope, be, right? You'd have to be a real daydreamer to to be like, I'm gonna. I mean, look, I know there's people out there. I'm just not one of them. I'm not like one that believes in like, like, I'm not a hippie, so I don't believe mm. in like you know it's meant to be in candles and <laughs> yoga and shit like that. I'm like a realist, and I have backup plans, and I'm like. You know, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, like there's this is a big industry. A lot of people who are writing good songs, and it's probably not going to happen. Um, so yeah, I never thought I'd end up here at mm. all. Like, I would watch these the late 
night shows in America and I would I'd watch I, I'd listen to Triple J and I'd go to Splendor as a punter and I'd never you know, I used to look up and think, Wow, how cool would that be? Mm. Like how cool would that be? But I never put myself up there. I never looked and thought, I could do that. I could really do that. I think deep down I knew I had the energy and I had the you know, I had the passion. But I never like looked at myself in the mirror and said, today's the day. You're going to go for it, Amy. You're going to do it. It's like, mm. I don't know, I just, I was just too uh, aware of how hard that that type of life is. Because I remember seeing your Splendor set and I think somewhere in that set you said, was it four years ago that you were one of the people in the crowd? Yeah. Like you're you're a Mighty Ducks movie. <laughs> like you, I don't know why Mighty Ducks came to mind, but like you, like that kind of shit is surreal when you say like I'm not going to be the guy in the crowd, I'm going to be the guy on the stage, and you've done that. I know. Now, yeah, you've, it's I mean, crazy. You've, you've just said that you didn't think that was possible. You can't have those dreams. Now you are there. Mm. What are you thinking about now? As far as what you want to achieve, domination. Yeah, world no. domination. Headline um, Coachella. It's very simple. I just want to keep putting out really great music. Mm. I want to keep it classic and I want to keep it timeless and I want to do it for as long as possible mm. um, because that's the key to success. It's not anything else. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, be an actress. I don't want to be a model or I don't want to do all these, I don't want to do anything else but write music. Mm. And that's, I think that's, uh I don't know. I think that can be a key to it sometimes. People really overload themselves with a lot, which, you know, sometimes that's their calling. It's like, I'm just I'm just going to balance all this because I'm interested and I love all these things. I just feel grateful because because I'm a, I'm quite a simple person. Um I just like this one thing. Mm. And I think if I if I crowded it with, you know, I want to um I don't know. I, I want to win a Grammy or I want to do this. I, of course, that'd be nice. But I think it just comes down to the fact that I just want to write music. And mm. I've seen where that can take me. So I, be, I believe in it now. Mm. Um, I believe that crazy stuff can happen if you're putting out good music. Do you think if everything turned to shit, what, four years ago, that you would still be recording just in your room? Do you think you would ever give up music? Uh, I think I just would have refocused uh, my time a little bit. I think I'm too in love with songwriting to stop, just like cold turkey. Mm. <laughs> but because it is, it's like a drug. It's like you just, it's before it was, before the, before it was my job to 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 be excited to release music because I know people are going to listen to it. Before all that, it was therapy, and it was like, mm. you know, a way to document and, um, you know just pull apart a situation and be okay with it or get it out or you know it was just it was just used for that um yeah but you know I, I think I would but I I probably wouldn't have the as much time I probably yeah. would have to you know look at other ways to make money and yeah um yeah but I, I don't think I could just stop I don't think altogether yeah yeah what can we say about the new music? I know we talked briefly about it off air, but I don't want to put my foot in it and say stuff I can't say. Mm. What can you say? She's drinking, by the way. It's not. She's not just staring at me. I'm having a glass of water because <laughs> that question makes me nervous. <laughs> because I obviously am working on stuff, mm -hmm. but I, like I said to you before, I'm so <laughs> I'm going to attack it very differently. Um, 
still everything's obviously sounding quite great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to say too much about it because I feel like I'm in this place right now and um, I'm just talking to you as a friend now, but okay. I just feel like I, there's been so much of me. Like I feel like I've really overloaded my country and <clears throat> I just have had – I think I'm sick of me. <laughs> like, You're sick you know, of you, yeah. I'm sick of me and I'm so proud of, of myself and my team and my husband and uh, my producers and everyone – that has been on this ride of Love Monster. Mm. I kind of, I feel like everyone deserves a break from me just for a second. Mm. Um, but I want everyone to know that when I do come back, I'll come back hard. But it's just, I just want to. See, that sentence sounds like you're on hiatus. Hmm? That sounds like you're going on like a hiatus well, of Well, it's a little, I mean, it's a mini one. Yeah. It's a mini, it's you... a mini breather between Love Monster and the next step. Will there be a, a gap between a new album or new music? Like, could you release a single and then just disappear for six months? Or do you think that'll all happen? <laughs> I'm asking too many questions now, aren't I? Well, <laughs> I love it because you're such a sweet, you're such a sweet boy that I just want to tell you everything. That's not patronizing. But it's, I just, look, I don't know just yet. Yeah. I really don't know. I don't know what ga- what game I want to play. Yeah. There's so many games you can play. And, you know, a lot of things are changing and, um, but the, the the good thing is I am I'm happy with where everything's going and what what everything's sounding like. It's just how I it's just the right time and how it happens. Mm. So it's that's ominous. Look, I'm I'm I'm, I'm onto it. I'm onto it. Can you tell us anything about because this is your post, not mine? You posted a picture with yourself with Billy Corgan, and then like a couple of weeks later, Diplo. Yeah. Was that just we're just having a couple just of a couple tea. of songwriters getting together, <laughs> writing some stuff, or was that just? Yeah, well, that's what is so great about LA. You know, as much as I love being home, the stuff that I can get done when I'm in that place is incredible. You know, the, it's it's electric over there. Just the songwriting hub is huge. And yeah, I get, you know, people like Diplo saying, come and spend a couple of days in the studio. And then, you know, my manager gets a thing from Billy Corgan's manager, an email saying, hey, you know, here that shark girl's in town. Can we can we get her in for a session? And, you know, I just – obviously I'm a, such a big Smashing Pumpkins fan. I'm, I'm like, this is crazy, mm. you know. Um, so there's – I'm talking to people. I'm working on stuff. Um, I'm forming – I'm forming a base over there, like a real sort of network of people that um, I think are going to be really exciting in the future. Yeah. I mean, it sounds so much easier than I'm sure it is. I think Veronica's were in here like two weeks ago and they have said like, yeah, they're recording music with Travis, old mate from Blink. That was going to happen. We knew that. Um, But that connection just started with them reaching out to John Feldman. Right. Um, And apparently they just reached out and he was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's come to the studio. Is it that easy or is that like, have you, or do you, people, you know, can you get knocked back just as easily, just Look, as fast? If you're like, if you're working at Subway and I don't mean this to sound bad, if you're like, just like, I'm just going to start my dream in LA today, mm. you can't, it's kind of like unrealistic. You, you have do to need like to have, your craft, right? yeah, yeah, well, you do need to have some sort of thing to, 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 yeah. you know, to fall back on and be like, hey, no, this is, um, you know, say the, for the Veronica's, for, for instance, like they've done stuff, they've been there, they're mm. like, you know, the little rock stars. So you have to have an, 
you kind of have to have some sort of a name, you mm. know. It's not like in the movies where someone, you know, yeah. quits their job, throws their desk in the <laughs> yeah. bin and I'm going to become a star in LA. Like it's that would be really hard because there are so many people walking around with guitars and there's so many Ubers I get in where they're like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a singer slash actress or I'm a this and that and it's, everyone's doing something. Be honest, how many people have asked you to listen to their demo? Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, that's just such a line over there that just... Really? Like just, that's... Yeah, or, or you'll be in an Uber and they'll put on their music and they'll, what do you think of this? And But I just tell everyone that I fix photocopiers. Like even when I have a guitar, they're like, oh, I mean, what you doing here? What brings you to town? You're a musician? I'm like, no, I actually build photocopiers and I've done it my whole life. Why so niche? Because I just can't be <laughs> what, bothered. I mean, finance. Like, I have to go and like meet someone and be in a studio or I have to go and talk again. Yeah. I'm not wasting my energy on this poor man. I Look, I love your driving and I think it's great and the yeah. temperature's great and there's mints and it's all cool. Yeah. But I can't do this right now. I don't. Yeah. I've got limited energy. So what, you've picked something so niche. and No one asks. Don't no one cares. Oh, cool. Okay. No one cares. No one even asks me what brand I work for. What are you going to do when that day happens? I'm sure someone's going to be like, oh, great. No, I'll just say Konica. <laughs> Canon or something, and I was just like, I've been there That's for so long. Genius. I've been there for ten years. I'm on my like my ten year thing. Yeah, um, I, I've just bought this guitar. <laughs> I'm gonna start guitar, but then no, see that opens it up to oh, I play guitar, so I'll probably just say it's not even mine. Yeah, I get the vibe you're not much of a talker in Ubers anyway. I don't talk. I'm not. I no. hate it. I don't talk at all. I don't talk. Like where, when I'm where, getting my where nails done. Where are you going? Mind your business. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I don't mean to. I'm always polite. I'm always like, oh, have you yeah, had a good day? Um, but then I'll. Tr- I'll usually, I'll, I'll definitely prefer the ride if it's quiet. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Because mm. um, I know we've been tooting your horn for the last 20 minutes. Did I tell you, which I haven't, Mark Hoppus was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Because well, he was promoting the Simple Creatures. Simple Creatures. Yeah, I think I did see that. That was the segue I was trying to work towards is okay. that, like, you know, when you mentioned you can't just be a, a guy who says, I'm going to be a musician and start where, but if you're someone like a Mark Hoppus, mm. you can kind of say, hey, I'm going to start a side project right now. Yep. Like they released an EP pretty quickly. They toured a bunch. Yep. They've got a second EP. Meanwhile, he's about to go back on tour with Blink. Yeah. So there is that counter side, but I can't imagine that's any easier as far as the general work. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's another thing that I'm addicted to um, in LA is people work really hard. Mm. Like everyone is working hard it's it's like it's so not what it used to be like where you know you put an album out and then you'd go and party and like you know like everyone that i know over there is just constantly in the studio constantly working and i i'm addicted to that because i love it i mean the second i'm at home and i have nothing to do i'm i feel weird i just built a studio in my house because i'm like it's I, I need mm. I need it yeah. <laughs> like it's I feel weird now it's like someone giving you something and then saying oh no it's stopped for a minute now so yeah you can just chill it's like no 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 I'm like I'm in this I love it like let's let's keep working yeah um and that's what LA is like even someone like Mark Hoppus he doesn't need to do that but yeah. he loves it he's he's obsessed with music like we we spoke about just so many different bands and artists when when we eventually met um, and he, even in the studio when we were doing Psycho, he was loving every second of it mm. and just had all these great ideas and was thriving. And I look at him and I'm like, do you really get, are you, like, you get something out of this. Like, mm. he, he really does. He, yeah. like, he just loves creating. I think the whole origins of Simple Creatures was that he'd just come off the California cycle and he said he was really depressed at home. Yeah. So his wife said, go back to the studio. Like, yeah. leave. Yep. Is that... 
like, can, is that obvious when you go over there? I mean, I'm asking now because I'm planning on moving to LA next year as well. So now I'm just generally curious. Yeah. Is it very obvious the people who are over there and in that? Because, you know, there are some people who are in that position where they're, they're successful and they're great, mm-hmm. but they're quite fortunate. And the people who are there and they're great because they're constantly grinding. Is it that obvious? Um, like, can you tell apart the people who are there to work and the people who are there just because they're living that crazy LA lifestyle? Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, obviously, there's a side of Mark where, yeah, he's like a massive superstar, mm. doesn't need to do it because he needs the money. Yeah. Like, but I think there's just a genuine passion for it, you know, and I think that separates the strong from the weak mm. is if you want it, you're going to work. Like, you're going to be writing because you're passionate about it and you want it, you want it, you know, you love it um, compared to the people that, you know, kind of like, oh, i better write a song today. Mm. Oh, I've got to do something today. It's like there's just too many people that want it in L.A. There's too many people that thrive off it and they love it and they'll be in the studio for hours and then they'll back it up with another session or they'll go and then they'll be halfway through a tour and then they'll shoot a video and then they'll do a side project and then they'll go and just play guitar on someone else's record and it's like... And then they'll go out and have a million cocktails as well. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I love, I'm addicted to that. Yeah. Like, I love it. I don't know how they do it. I'm still like, <laughs> I'm still in training because sure. I have a big night out with like someone, you know, from a label or, for, or an artist or whatever over there. And I'm like super hungover. Like, we think we're, we think we're big drinkers Australians. Like, we're not like. Oh, really? We're not? No. Because every US artist when they come and be like, I hear you guys are great drinkers. Like, I think we're okay. Look, we can, like, I can, I can drink beer like a lot of beer mm. um but their spirits over there are just crazy they just like freeport don't they? Yeah. yeah i mean their beer over there is very weak and watered down but they're the and then they are up the next morning and they're, they're back at the grind mm. and it's like it's it's just crazy it's mm. like it's, it's just i don't know no one ever sleeps no one ever just kicks back everyone's just working really hard yeah how is that motivating you then for album number two when or when it may not come <laughs> as far as the fact that Love Monster did so well, both like critics loved it, fans loved it, it obviously debuted at number one, won a bunch of awards. Is there a pressure there that you need to deliver again? Or like you mentioned before, are you happy just to write it, record it? And if it's awesome for you, then that's all that matters. Mm, yeah, well, that's how it started. <laughs> that's how Love Monster was born. But obviously I'm super competitive whether I like it or not. That's just who I am. Yeah. So. Everything needs to be another level now, mm. um, I feel. And I mean, every, like, I, I want to, I don't want to change how I write at all. Um, but when I, when I say it's got to be better, it, that probably just means instead of, you know, having um, uh, 40 songs to, 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 to take and, and listen to and, and to, um, you know, make an album out of, I might write 60, you know what I mean? Mm. And, it's, and take the very best of the best. And, um, you know, I've, I'm going to, you know, there's there's other people now in my team that um, I'm, I was a bit pig-headed with Love Monster. You know, I really was like, no, these are the songs and this is how it is. And, yeah. Um, Good I call. I don't need to Work. listen to anyone. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it's, it is. And, um, and I'm still, you know, I, I don't plan on changing much, but I, I am going to really um, embrace these new people that I've kind of, um, you know, made friendships with and that know know what they're doing. But um, I'm also going to keep it very real and probably even more real. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to push some boundaries, but mm. but still keep it keep it very Amy Shark. Because I know you, I think even when you accepted the Ari Award, you had to thank your husband because you said he's like your best 
and harshest and most honest critic. Mm. Outside of yourself and him, is there anyone that you would just blindly trust? If you walked in saying, this is a hit, and they said, this is shit, would you listen? Or is it really just, it's no, all... No, I haven't met that person yet. Yeah. That no. can just change your mind, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not like, not like Shane just yet. Yeah. Because, um... His hit rate's been very good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, you've talked about it in your speech, but do you remember the exact quote when you first played a door? For, for yourself or for your husband, was there anything that stuck out the first time that played? When I played it to him? Yeah. Well, first of all, what did you think when you record? Like, I imagine you would have... So I, I was excited mm-hmm. because when I'm excited, because he, he wasn't home and I remember I, I called him because he, I was like... Because he was at soccer and I didn't want him to stay. And ha- Every now and then he'll be like, hey, I might stay and have some beers or do you want me to come home? Mm. And I'm like, stay and have beers. But this night I was like, I need you to come home. I, like, I just want to show you something. Um, and I was like, I just don't know if this chorus is corny or cool. Mm. And, you know, with the whole adore, I adore you. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I just, hit, he just made me play it. And as soon as he makes me play it more than like once, I know he's like, he's interested. And then he was like, no, it's not corny. It's like very cool. Um, mm. And then we, yeah, like, and then, you know, so much happened. I had to like <laughs> call phases and say, hey, I don't want to do that song with you anymore. I want to do this one. This one's better. Um, and yeah, like, you know, Shane was like, it's it's a stronger song. I think, I think it's a stronger song. Um, but then ever since Adore, it's like, it's like, oh, okay, this is, we kind of know what we're doing now. And, and ever since then... I don't know. I feel like I just know. I feel like I trust my ears. And then Mm. if I don't trust mine, I trust his. You know, and together I think we can navigate through delivering just just good stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, some of those songs on Love Monster, they weren't all just written that certain period of time. Like, I think one of my favorite songs in the album, how do I say? I always, I think you, you think I think I sound like God. Do I nail it? Yeah. Good. Is it true that you actually wrote that song years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I do. How many years are we talking? I was like just out of high school. <laughs> so wow, lot of years. Like um, lyrics, music down pat. Yeah, like, well, you can hear it. You can hear yeah. it. I'm not playing anything great. I'm learning guitar. Yeah, I'm like just dun 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 dun. Yeah. it's like so easy to play. Yeah, and the the song doesn't even have a no structure. Mm. <laughs> it's like I'm I might refer back to you think I think I sound like God, which is me just trying to learn where where to place a chorus and what even is a chorus. Mm. How do I make it? How do I do it? And Everything else is just words. It's just, it's just digesting. It's just my own little therapy song, mm. you know. So you can hear that. But I thought it was really important to have that on the album. I was going to say, what made you then, so many years later, decide this song needs to be on my debut well, album? I also, you know, I'm punk at heart, and it just yeah. kind of reminded me of like Taking Back Sunday or Brand New. Or, yeah. I don't know, just like. I don't know, had that really cool ending See, of I the album. I thought very Soko Amaretto line. That's what I thought of. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just I just loved it. And, and my whole team were like, God's got to be on that. It's got to be on it. And, um, you know, I don't want to say too much, but there's there's other songs that might revisit. Um, I think I might make it a thing, you know. Mm. Like what's another cool song from the past that might be the ending track yeah. of the next adventure? You opened some of your shows with that song, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is the, the, it's, it's a bold start. Yeah. It's a cool start. Because I remember seeing it, I think, and more. You were yeah. here last year and you opened with that. I was like, It's quite awesome. theatrical. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a bit, it was like a really like moody, but 
really, really cool way to start a show. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I was really proud of that show. This is my way of trying to ask what your set list is for the current <laughs> shows so I can prepare accordingly. It's, um, man, it's a, it's a fun set list, this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, every song I'm just like, yeah, I, I think I just love that album so much. I'm still not sick of it. You know, I look down at the set list and I'm like, oh, yes, I got that one coming up. I got so that one I think coming I'm, up. Well, I've ruined it for myself because when I saw you at Splendor, that was, what, half an hour after you found out that Love Monster was number one. So you could genuinely tell you were in the best mood possible. Yes. Like you're playing Splendor, main stage, your album is number one. You're playing, what, 20,000 people. Can life get any better than that? Yeah. Like it can't. That's insane. Well, it can because now you're playing bigger shows. But then it's it's very <laughs> overwhelming. You think it's like, oh, Amy must be on Cloud Nine, and I was. But but it's your, you know, I have a set to play to a lot of people, lot to remember. The album's like, you know, like it's probably it was probably one of the first times I'd played all the new songs, mm. um, and I had a million interviews, you know, and it it was it was just crazy. It was so. I remember the end of that day, I was just absolutely spent because you just so hard to digest and phone calls and, oh, my God, it was just yeah crazy. Well, I'm getting the wine up, sign. I have to ask before we go, Amy's Tom Watch. We'll add in the music later. Thoughts on Rebel Girl? This is Angel Airwaves. New song, by the way, everyone. Mind your business. Well, Tom is my homie. Yeah. So I, I, love, I hate that you can say that. I love everything <laughs> he does. Yeah. Um, just, you know what? I'm just glad he's back making music. Yeah, agreed. Um, you know, I, I love the song. I love where he's going with it. I can't wait to hear more. Stroked his touring again. Um, he's got the guys back. New support act. Yeah, who knows? I um, yeah. If if the stars align. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I should actually hit him up about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. You're welcome. <laughs> and I would like to come, please. I think it's like <laughs> July, right? The tour starts maybe August. Yeah. We're promoting his tour now. We shouldn't. We should be promoting That's your fine. tour. No, no, no. He's He deserves it. Um, yeah, you play in Sydney this Friday and Saturday night, and then you've got shows in Brisbane, uh, a lot of shows going on. So, yeah. Please come by. No worries. It's good to see you. I'm sure next time you're back on, we'll be talking about your fucking Grammy or something. So, <laughs> Oh, God. Don't <laughs> jinx me. Um, thank you very much. No. Pleasure to be you. back. We'll talk soon. Cool.